0: How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our Week Nine coverage by taking a look at the Bears' Week Nine opponents from the AFC: the five and two Tennessee Titans. We are going to be kicking off our coverage with the Titans by taking a look at their team in our Week Nine installment of Meet the Opponents. Welcome. Back to the podcast, guys. I am your host, Chris Malpy. Today, to talk about the Titans, who are also like the Bears on a two-game losing streak, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it it going, guys?
1: No, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just don't have any classes today because of Election election Day, basically. So all my classes got canceled. So it's been pretty nice. Uh, Hopefully, you guys or everyone that was able to vote, voted. It's an important day. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, same here. Um, I just enjoyed this amazing trade trade deadline. There was a lot of good players moving around. A lot but, of fun, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely a lot of fun. A lot of teams got better, and it wasn't the Bears. But uh, other than that, my uh, like parp said if, if you're if you're uh, allowed to vote, or if you're old enough to vote, make sure you vote. Uh, your voice matters. Uh, your opinion matters, and stuff like that. So um, yeah, bear down. Why not say bear down? Just I don't know.
0: Yeah, bear down, man. <laughs> Yeah, uh, voting definitely important. I submitted my mail-in ballot uh, a couple of weeks ago, but should be an important night tonight. Uh, Hopefully there's not a lot of fighting because we're all Americans at the end of the day, at least uh, a majority of the people listening to this podcast. But let's hop right into our week eight. Excuse me. Week 9 coverage, uh, the Tennessee Titans, uh, the Bears are heading down south to take them on ESPN's matchup predictor. Gives them a 62% chance to win in this one. There are a lot of injuries on both sides, and we'll get into that later down the week. Currently, the Titans are favored by 5.5 points. The over-under for this game is set at 46.5. We're going to start off by taking a look at the Titans' offense. They've scored 29.7 points per game, also have had a ton of yards in all of their games, averaging 416 yards per game, 260.4 in the air, 155.6 on the ground. Taking a look at some of their season statistical leaders, obviously we all know what Ryan Tannehill has been able to do for them. It's what we all hoped that Nick Foles was able to do for the Bears, but it hasn't. Uh, essentially come around the circle yet. But Tannehill has been good in 2020, 157 for 233, 1,823 passing yards, 17 touchdowns, only three interceptions. On the ground, Derrick Henry leads the way. We know how much of a beast he is. 161 carries, 775 yards, and eight touchdowns. Receiving leader, Corey Davis, out of Wheaton Warrenville South High School in Wheaton, Illinois. Uh, Kudos to Davis. He did have his fifth-year option declined. He uh, I believe was a fourth overall pick in the in the year where the Bears selected Trubisky. He's got 29 receptions for 369 yards and three touchdowns this year. And this Titans offense is very loaded. You know, you take a look at their offensive line: Taylor Lewan, uh, Roger Saffold, who I believe went down last week, uh, Ben Jones, Nate Davis. Great tight end play from Janu Smith, uh, AJ Brown, a name that we didn't even get to bring up. It's a very high-powered offense, but obviously Derrick Henry leads the way, and you would assume he's going to continue to lead the way against the Bears. So, Parth, I want to pass it to you. What do you think about the Titans' offense?
1: It's explosive, just like the Saints' offense. Uh, I think that the Titans' offense is actually a little bit better than the Saints' offense, maybe. I think Ryan Tannehill has just having a better year than Drew Brees so far, so that there's that. And then Derrick Henry, uh, he's he's outstanding. I think he's a top-three back. Uh, we know how explosive he can be, how, do, how much of a dominant force he is with just running the ball. Um, he's fun to watch, uh, but it won't be fun to watch him against the Bears, especially we know how this run defense has struggled this year. Even last week against Alvin Kamara, we saw the run defense hold up pretty well until the end of the game, and then they just started to let go, which is something I can see happening against Derrick Henry. It's really tough to stop Derrick Henry all four quarters, which is going to be hard for this Bears defense to do for sure. And on the receiving end, like you said, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown both have been amazing this year. Uh, they both missed a couple games, but I think they're healthy. Uh, they're going to be ready to go against this Bears secondary, which has been pretty good but I think that's going to be a still a tough task for the Bears secondary. Uh, and then in tight end, they got Jonu Smith, uh, a great tight end. Uh, he's had a pretty quiet last couple games, but I would not be surprised if he put, went off against the Bears defense.
0: Yeah, uh, Derrick Henry, definitely one who scares me. I mean, we saw the Bears give over 180 all-purpose yards to Alvin Kamara, I believe, ne- uh, last week over 90 through the air, uh, also over 90 on the ground. Um Derrick Henry definitely scares me. Uh, He's someone who can, when when he gets running downhill, he's basically unstoppable. Uh, I don't really see a way with how good this Titans offensive line is, plus how great Derrick Henry has been in the past, including this year, that the Bears are going to have any chance of slowing him down. But uh, they're going to have to do that if they want any chance in this one. Um, I would trust the Bears' as secondary to slow down guys like A.J. Brown and Corey Davis, by the way, who have been pretty darn good this season uh, rather than Derrick Henry. So this Titans offense has a lot of X factors, a lot of pieces that they can look for all over the field. Uh, and, and it might get uh, very messy in this one as the Bears look to bounce back from losing two straight. But we did see uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. They were able to slow down the run last week and actually beat the Titans. So there's at least a glimmer of hope there. But, Jalen, I want to pass it back around to you now. What do you think about the Titans' offense?
2: Um, Their offense is uh, very high-powered with a lot of underrated names. Um, Ryan Tannehill has been able to uh, you know, re- re- have a resurgence in uh, Tennessee uh, after being basically cut or uh, he was going to get cut, but basically traded in to be the backup to Marcus Mariota. Uh, he came in and-, and led them to a playoff. Um, a playoff, I can't think of it, like, you know, a uh, playoff, a playoff run. Yeah, I, I can't think of the name. A playoff run. They went to the uh, AFC Championship against the Chiefs. You know, fell short, but uh, they they weren't supposed to be there. I think they were the uh, the six seed. So uh, they definitely they have a very good team. You know, they, their offense has Derek Henry. He's probably one of the, probably the best running back in the uh, in the NFL right now. Uh, hard to stop, like athletic monster. He's like six four. He runs like a four five. So definitely going to be scared against him, uh, especially with this with Hard Week uh, run D. Uh, They have A.J. Brown, who he's a very good wide receiver, Corey Davis uh he's he's been able to have a very um good season uh this year and then they also have John Smith who's who's been able to put up numbers with them uh since he since he's been on the team. They also have a very good offensive line though Taylor with out for the rest of the season he tore his ACL um i think a couple weeks ago. Uh, it was, I was going
0: to mention that when i brought his name up but i wasn't entirely sure that he got hurt.
2: Yeah so he he tore his ACL but they still have Roger Jefferson um and a lot of good names uh definitely have a very solid uh, offensive line and able to protect uh for ryan who who's who's had two struggle with injuries uh uh, with his time in Miami,
0: 100%. Now, taking a look and flipping the script to the Titans' defense, it tells quite the different story, which probably tells you why they've lost two in a row. They have allowed 26.3 points per game. Also, have allowed the most yards, uh, the most yards allowed per game of, of any Bears opponent so far. Uh, They've allowed 405.7 yards per game, 277.6 through the air, 128.1 on the ground. Uh, Hopefully the Bears can continue to get the run going. They actually did a decent job at doing it against the Saints, but we saw the Bears come out aggressively uh, against the Saints and find some success through the air, and I think that's exactly what they're going to have to do this week. Um, You you take a look, Ben Roethlisberger went off against them. Joe Burrow last week, uh, they've allowed an average of 29 points per game in their last two losses, they did just trade for Desmond King for a six-round pick. I'm not too sure he's going to be ready to go. But you take a look at his defense, it's it's a lot of names you don't entirely know, at least personally for me. Um On the back end, they do have Malcolm Brown, Kevin Bayard, Kenny Vaccaro, also Dory Jackson, and then they also have some pretty good names up in the front seven, Uh, Rashawn Evans, Harold Landry, and obviously the big one is Jadevian Clowney, who hasn't been having the greatest of years, but the Bears are going to be missing Bobby Massey in this Offensive line is so inconsistent and so bad for the most part that it could be tough. But this Titans defense has allowed a lot of teams to put up a lot of points. Obviously, their higher-powered offense has answered and and it has been able to win them some games. But they have been lackluster on defense. So, Parth, I want to pass it back around to you. What do you think about this Titans defense? Yeah, like you said,
1: uh, they do allow a lot of points. Um, We saw Minnesota put up 30 against them. Jacksonville put up 30 against them. Buffalo put up 42. Houston put up 36. Uh, and somehow
0: the Bears will only find a way to get like 13. I hope
1: not. Um I think this is a game. <laughs> this is a game where the offense has to come out. I mean, come on. Uh we see this Defense struggling, especially against the pass game. I think big, like you said, Big Ben's had a, had a really good game. Joe Burrow really had a good game. Uh, even against Houston in that overtime game, Deshaun Watson had a good game. Uh, in Buffalo, we we also how good of a game Josh Allen was having. So I think this this should be a good game for Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky, whoever the quarterback is in, at that time. Um, you, you might see a quarterback change. I don't know about that. But I think the offense has to take advantage of this weaker defense. I think this is the weakest defense we've played in some time. That Saints defense uh, is an aggressive defense. Uh, it, it, does, it, do, it does some damage and it did them, some damage to us against the game against this week against this game against us against them last week last weekend and then this week uh this titans defense is a lot a lot, lot weaker i'd say and it definitely helps the bears out um matchup wise
0: yeah 100 percent. you would have to hope that the bears can get it going offensively in this one while i don't have a ton of hope it is promising to me the amount of yards they allowed the amount of points they've allowed and the Bears' defense is probably going to be the toughest task that the Tennessee Titans' offense has played so far this year outside of maybe the Steelers, uh, so, so that's promising as well. I don't think you can entirely count the Bears out. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to pick them in this one yet. Uh, obviously, that's later down the week, but I, I think it's another good team that the Bears can hopefully find a way to be competitive with. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back around to you. What do you think about the Titans' defense and what they have to offer?
2: So uh, they have a lot of well-known names on this defense. They have a Kevin Byer, uh, have a Kenny Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler. We, we all know, uh, you know, he got a con- he got a, a huge contract basically off one play in the Super Bowl. Uh, they just traded for Desmond King. Um, who else? Dory Jackson, he's a very good slot corner, very good linebackers in Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown. Uh, pass rushers are there with uh, Harold Landry and Jadeveon Clowney, and uh, they also have Jer- Jeffrey Simmons up front. But uh, we don't see this defense doing anything well. They're they're not stopping the run that well. They're not obviously they're not stopping the passing game. They're they're getting scored on a lot. So um, you know I don't know exactly why this defense is playing so bad, especially when you have a, a defensive head coach of Mike Vrabel, uh, who was a defensive coordinator for the Patriots if, if I'm not uh, if I'm not wrong. So um, hopefully you know th- I'm I'm definitely gonna be praying that we can uh, be able to put up some type of points, um, against this terrible defense. You know, this is probably the worst defense we played since uh, we played the what, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, probably probably the worst defense we played since week three. So, um, hopefully this offense can find some type of rhythm. Um, I'm not very confident in it because uh, Bobby Massey is going to be out this game. So uh, we're probably going to see four, maybe uh, three or four backups. Um, on that offensive line. Yeah. You know. Uh. So I- I'm. I'm. I'm definitely. Not, I'm not going to say I'm excited, but I'm definitely eager to see what, what this Matt Nagy offense can do. Matt Nagy has been getting uh, criticized and, and called for due to his...
0: And exposed.
2: Yeah, due to his, um, you know, if he play calling. You know, last week his play calling wasn't that bad. You know, I, the only really problem I have with, with Matt Nagy when it comes to play calling is his run plays. Like... Third and five. Why? Why are you running the ball when you know our offensive line is not that good? It worked. It worked out um a couple times surprisingly, like on um, that third and eight play where he ran into David Montgomery and, and David was able to break a couple tackles and, and get the first down. You know, if if that was in any type of different situation, you know, um, if like if David got tackled, we we're asking, like, why did you do that? So, um, hopefully, Mad Nagy can, 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 can get better. You know, his passing plays are, um, you know, are actually, you know, starting to work out. Uh, we, we just see that either Foles doesn't have enough time in the pocket to to deliver the ball or he just doesn't get it get it to the receiver. So, definitely to see definitely excited to see how Mad Nagy does against um, this terrible t- Titans defense. But they do have a lot of names on it. Um, we're not that good of an offense, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see this, this – defense, this Titans defense, um, you know, get a, a a good game out of them.
0: Yeah. Jalen, I think you did a good job at describing it. You know, how we feel about this offense, weary but hopeful, uh, facing a, not, not a great defense this week. But let's hop into another segment we do and Meet the Opponents now before we close it off, talking about how the Titans can win this game versus how the Bears can win this game. We're going to start with how the Tennessee Titans can win this one. It's pretty simple for me, and I'm pretty sure you're going to hear the same answer from all three of us. Uh, you have to hand the ball to Derrick Henry. He's got 161 carries for 775 yards. He's averaging 4.8 yards per carry, also eight touchdowns on the season. Um, you know, he's been an absolute beast. He didn't score in the first two weeks, but ever since then, he's been trending upwards. Last week in Cincinnati, he still had 18 rushes for 112 yards and a score 6.2 yards per carry. So you have to get the ball to Derrick Henry. The one thing that the Bears needed to do if they wanted to win last week, in my opinion, was slow down Alvin Kamara. I think you take some points off the board for the Saints. If you slow down Kamara, we saw him break a couple of big ones, uh, whether it was in the receiving game, which you won't see from Henry. But uh, or in the rushing game. Uh, he, he was the X factor. I trust that the Bears' defense is going to be able to hopefully slow down A.J. Brown, Corey Davis enough uh, to be able to contain them. I don't know how much I entirely believe in Ryan Tannehill, but he's definitely earned some of my trust back, so he can definitely make the throws. But you're going to have to slow down Derrick Henry if you want to win this one. Uh, but for the Titans, it's pretty easy. I, I think you just got to run the ball. So, Parth, I want to pass it to you. What do you think Tennessee has to do if they want to win this one?
1: Uh, like you said, Derrick Henry, um, he's the X-Factor. He is the reason why the Titans are – well, I wouldn't say that he is the reason. Uh, We've also but, got
0: breaking news now. I might me- want to mention this, uh, that Jason Sprague just tested positive for COVID-19 and Jermaine Fetty was in contact with him.
1: Oh, so our yeah, whole entire today. offense <laughs> – yeah, so our whole entire offense lines about to be second and third stringers. Uh, this could become really bad for the Bears. But uh, like I was mentioning about – I even lost – I forgot who I was talking about. Uh, Derek Henry, uh, that, that offense is uh, insane. Uh, we all know how powerful they can be. I think uh, the way they want to win the game is just by pounding the rock. Uh, let Ryan Tannehill do his thing. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is a top five, top ten quarterback in this league. I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. He's been playing outstanding all year. Seven touchdowns, three interceptions so far this year. And they're only going to get better. And that that Titans team is good. Uh, that offense is, is, has has been pretty good so far this year.
0: I think we're all shocked now because the Bears are going to have like no starters on their offensive line, and I can't really focus on this episode anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Jalen, uh, Jalen, uh, you know, it, it seems like the Bears might not have enough offensive linemen for Sunday's game. But what do the Titans have to do if they want to win this one?
2: So before I talk about the Titans, uh, the Bears offensive, I mean, the Bears didn't have any offensive linemen to, to begin with. The offensive line is terrible, but uh, hopefully we'll see Pace probably He definitely has to go sign on somebody right now. But uh, for the Titans to win this one, basically what you guys said, give the ball to Derrick Henry. Um, he's their best player on offense right now. Uh, he, he basically won them many games. And um, I kind of disagree with what you said about him in the passing game. Uh, like, he, 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 against the Texans now, the Texans aren't aren't the best team in the NFL. Not close to it, but he was able to, I think he had, a, a, he, Dainer had over 100 yards uh, receiving, or he was very close to it. Uh, he, he got a big uh, catch and run in, in overtime to, to put them in the red zone and basically ended them off. So, um, still, I'm not going to say we, we need to focus on that like we were, uh, that we needed to do against Alvin Kamara, but if we don't, uh, he can still beat us um, in, in the receiving game, but if we definitely if we can stop the run and uh, make Ryan Tannehill beat us, I mean I'm I'm not confident in that. You know Ryan Tannehill is having a good season. You know he's like I think I think you said he had like 17 touchdowns and three interceptions, and uh, that's that's definitely um, not Ryan Tannehill numbers when back when he was in Miami. So um, I want if we can stop the run and put the ball in Ryan Tannehill's uh, you know hands to pass on our secondary, who's had who, who's been very good this season, then I'm very confident in our uh, ability to win this game. But um, I don't see us stopping Derrick Henry, though.
0: Yeah, uh, I really don't see it either. Jalen, I'm going to pass it right back around to you now. On the other hand, you know, you spoke about how excited you were to see if Matt Nagy could find any improvements on offense in this one. So what do you think the Bears have to do if they want to go down to Nashville and steal one?
2: So before you told me about the Jason Springs thing, I was um, I was kind of, not, like not, let me not say confident once again, but uh, the offensive, the backup offensive line that we mostly had against the Saints, we uh, didn't do a, that bad of a job. You know, Nate, Nick Foles did still get uh, sacked a couple of times just because of his inability to uh, not escape the pocket using his legs. You know, I think one of the sacks shouldn't have even been on the offensive line. He basically backed up, uh, which was in overtime. So uh, that that basically gave the ball back back to the Saints. But we saw Sam Mustafer, you know, uh, I didn't really see any pressure uh, from the middle. Um, I think he very, had a very solid game. Rashad Coward, he still needs to go. Uh, start Alex Barnes, do something. Jason Spriggs, you know, he, he also had uh didn't have that bad of a game once he came back from uh his injury that he had during the middle of the game. So uh we're, we're probably gonna be out with about without Bobby Massey this uh this we're definitely gonna be out Bobby Massey this game. Jason Spriggs definitely not gonna play do to do to him testing positive for COVID. Uh hopefully uh Jermaine Fetty is uh healthy and uh is is does not uh test positive for COVID just so he can play. Uh, because we're going to need all the offensive line help we have. Probably going to see Rashad Coward back out there. If Jermaine doesn't play, we're probably going to see Alex Barr start uh, started left guard. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely going to be a huge game for this offense. You know, the, like I said before, the Titans have a bunch of good names or a bunch of no-names um, on their defense, but uh, Jadavian Clowney and, and Harold Langer aren't really getting that I mean, that much pressure on uh on, on quarterbacks. You know, last week, I don't think Joe Burrow got sacked one time, and the Bengals have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, they started ma- mainly backups like we just just like we are uh, mo- more than likely gonna do this week, and they didn't give up one sack. Uh, also, the Titans are top. F- our bottom five, excuse me, in uh, in the league for QB pressure, so they're they're not getting pressure on a quarterback. That's something we've struggled with. Um, with our offensive line, is, is Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky have been pressured uh, this whole season and not have that much time to to uh, you know go through their reads and, and deliver balls to our, our receiver. So um, with, with with that, hopefully our offense this backup offensive line can can uh, block and and have give Nick Foles time in the pocket. Um, so, so he can uh, go through these reads and, and uh, slice and dice on the
0: secondary. Yeah, you're going to have to attack the secondary in this one if you want to win it. We saw Allen Robinson make plays last week. We saw Anthony Miller make plays last week at times. We saw Darnell Mooney make plays, uh, especially with the deep shot that he had uh, last week. So I think if you want to win this one, I trust the Bears' defense. I don't know if they're going to be able to slow the run entirely, but – uh, you know what, I think on offense you have to extend the ball vertically down the field. Uh, you, you can't keep throwing it towards the sidelines. You can't get cute with the play calling. You can't get overwhelmed and punch someone in an important drive. Um, so, you, you know what, I, I, I think the Bears have to throw it down the field vertically. And uh, if Nick Foles can't get it done against this defense, I, I'm not too sure what to think about it. But I think that's absolutely what you have to do if you want to give yourself a shot in this one. So, Parth, I'm going to pass it to you. Back around again, you've been sitting there for a while, but what do you think the Bears have to do if they want to win in this one?
1: Um, I think the recipe against the Saints game was pretty good. You know, We were able to run the ball. Uh, I think we got to do that again. Uh, David Montgomery had a pretty good game against the Saints, especially knowing how good that Saints defense can be, uh, especially at stopping the run. I thought we did pretty well. So hopefully the Bears can at least pound the pound the run more and p- passing wise uh, it has to get better. You know Nick Foles had a couple bad throws last week. A couple inter- uh, he had one interception and a couple that should have been intercepted. Uh, that definitely needs to go away. And then other than that he needs to, he needs to open hit the wide receivers. And same with last week I think uh, it was first and second down. Jimmy Graham had a drop and Anthony Miller had a drop late in the game to try to go ahead and win the game. Uh, that cannot happen. Uh, these guys have to play all four quarters. I think the bears have really good weapons on the wide receiver end of the ball. I think Allen Robinson, um, Darnell Mooney, and Anthony Miller can each rack up yards every game. I mean, last week we saw each of them get 50 plus yards and the ball was, we were able to move the ball just got to get it in the end zone. Um, that's one thing we've struggled with. and hopefully this offensive line can play better. I mean, we've, we're, we're going to be down to almost all backups. Uh, we might not have a single starter on this offensive line this weekend. And, uh, that usually brings out some, some, some guys that get to prove themselves, and I think Sam Mustafer is one of it them. It just sounds he, like
0: you have absolutely no hope.
1: I, I, I do have hope. I I do have hope. I'm just excited to see these young offensive linemen play. I think Sam Mustafer is someone, who's someone to keep an eye out for.
0: Yeah, 100%. I like Mustafer as well. Uh, you know, it is worth noting that Cody Whitehair might be back uh, on Sunday, but if he's not back, the only starter on the Bears' offensive line – Uh, It seems like it's going to be Charles Leno. Of course, out of anyone, I probably wouldn't choose him to be the one that was starting. He's not starting anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, you know, uh, hopefully Fetty can get off the list. Uh, Sorry if if the tone of this entire podcast changed. But you know what? Uh, We still have to go ahead and we still have to go into Tennessee. So thank you guys for tuning in to our Week 8 installment Excuse me, Week 9. I keep screwing up the weeks of Meet the Opponents. If you want more content from us, head over to our website, beardown.com We're posting columns, articles, and blogs every day, getting you guys ready for the Bears this Week 9 matchup with the Titans. If you would like to find us on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us on both platforms, at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, the week is already flying by. and In just a night's rest, it's already going to be Wednesday. The election uh, is still up in the air, but we've got a Bears game soon. Any last words? Yeah,
1: we uh, got election night tonight. That's going to be exciting to watch. And then other than that, it's the Titans week. Uh, hopefully the Bears can pull out a win. It's going to be tough, but yeah.
2: Yeah, same here. Make sure you guys, like I said before uh, in the beginning of the podcast, if, if you're eligible to vote, please go vote. Uh, your voice matters, and you know it's it's very important uh, for you as a person uh, that you that you exercise uh, your ability to, to vote and stuff like that. Other than that, um, another that you uh, could yeah. say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Other than that, you know, this is another tough opponent that we have to play. Both teams are on losing streaks. Both teams want to want to prove back to the NFL. I'm, I'm pretty sure players don't really care about that. That that there are contenders um that they deserve to be in the spot uh that they're at so other than that finally uh <laughs> bear down and that's about it
0: yeah that is about it guys thank you so much for tuning in uh jalen and parth mentioned it if you for some reason haven't already uh do us a favor and vote uh, express your right to vote. It's definitely important, and it's going to control the future of our country, and hopefully the Bears can pull this one out or somehow make it competitive on Sunday because things are looking pretty ugly after Spriggs just got dealt an absolute blow uh, with COVID, and we're going to see Rashad Coward and Alex Barr starting. So should be interesting, but it's been a pleasure to be your host once again. My name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor, and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.